Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to another exciting edition of the Points Exercise podcast. The double Hail Mary edition of the Bears podcast. Joining me as always are the Mike Pease, Mike Pusteri, and Mike Prasdowski. Guys, how are you? Doing, uh, doing, doing good. Glad to be here on this religious occasion. Yeah. How, how many days are there until spring training? I I don't know how many days are until spring training, but I'm I'm just counting down to the Cup Convention. That's, oh. the, that's uh, when yeah, the that's real true. excitement happens. Come on. Yes. <laughs> good timing on that email. I do you think it's it seems it seems like if they're trying to have people buy these for like Christmas presents that maybe they should have been on sale like two weeks ago. Right. On Black and Friday. Otherwise, or like if that. you're holding them, maybe wait till something actually happens or maybe nothing is going to happen. And there's a, they talk to Jed and it's like, fuck it. Just put it out. <laughs> He's like, yeah, we're not no, waiting no for anything. Test. Just put the yeah. things out. <laughs> yeah. Oof, what a what a pay. I read your uh, write that write up today. It sounds like quite the uh, weekend of festivities. I'm gonna. Yeah. I can't wait. I'm going down just to watch Ian Happ's podcast. Oh, no. oh. yes. Now, last year, Marquee, you could watch the whole convention on Marquee, and I watched a lot more of it yeah. than I had any intention to watch. Not because it was so riveting, but because it was so bad, I just couldn't stop. Which yeah, you know, I saw a lot of Prevagen ads, so yeah. Um, but that hour podcast with Hap and those guys was the dullest fucking thing Woo! ever. I mean, it makes the Ryan Dempster yuck fest on Friday night look like like Carson in his prime. Oh, that's how bad Ian Hap is. <laughs> that's just it's and it, he's he has no charisma at all, no, and it just. It's that whole thing just like hangs there. I mean, it's not like not like this podcast. I mean, this guys, people can't get enough of this. We're just oozing with charisma I and know, other, right? other fluids. Yeah. <laughs> but I will. I will. They could put this on the on the poster. Mm-hmm. This podcast significantly better than the compound. Right. right. We'd have quote, the after. Even quote me on it. We have like after, and then the comp will have before, and then <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Bears did it again. They did it again. Uh, third time this year, they had a ten point or greater uh, lead in the fourth quarter and went on to lose. Uh, Kevin Fishbane did the math, and they are only the fourth team this century to have um, four sacks and a defensive touchdown in a game and lose it. So, so well, impressive. Congratulations, making history for all the wrong for all the wrong reasons. But, are, but is it? Isn't this like? I mean, it sucks. But this is. Hey, look, they seem like they're better. They're, they're better, and more losses. Just what we want. Uh, 
right? Mm-hmm. Throw another loss on the fire. How do we know they're not throwing these? And they're just really good at it. Hey, maybe they feel they needed wow. to because Carolina won yesterday, too. Oh, fucking oh, on, on Falcons. Sunday, Holy shit. Uh, Desmond Ritter got benched. He should be. I don't want to. I, I don't. I'm not going to get into hyperbole. So I'll just say he should be executed. The okay, good. I don't want. I didn't want to do anything drastic, so I muted. No, no, I, no, I pulled way back on what I was going to say. <laughs> they don't. We don't tar and feather people anymore. Just a good, you know, get double tap. That's fine. No. So I, I have, you know, especially in the for the morning games, got the bear game on TV one. I got. Um, the red zone, no, red, yes, bear game on TV one, red zone channel on TV two. The projector, I have a, I have a projection screen down here too, that has the other morning games, the, the other noon game. Red zone ne- is never going to Atlanta and Carolina because they're never in the red zone. <laughs> Occasionally they would show, I think, just to, just to amuse themselves, how hard it was raining. They would go, like, look how miserable all nine. Uh, Panthers Man, fans. So I had yeah. kind of lost track of the game. I really wasn't, you know, I was just riveted by the Bears. You know, this is, oh, look <laughs> at this. I look up and it's seven to three Atlanta in the fourth quarter. I'm like, wow, are you only beating the Panthers seven to three in the fourth quarter? But never fear, yeah. the Falcons are driving. All they got to do, if they just, if they just kick a field goal, you know, they're in good shape. There's, you know, yeah, they'll be fine. Or was it seven to three? That's what you said, I thought. Didn't you say seven to three? Nine to seven, maybe. Okay. I forget what it ended up because Eddie Pinero kicked a field goal and they won. Whatever it was. Whatever it was. I'm watching and going, oh, good. If the Falcons at least get a field goal, they'll be in good shape. I knew that from watching. First down, it's like first to 10 from the Panthers, like 12. Desmond Ritter drops back, rolls out, (laughs) throws a interception right to a panther just exactly on first down in the red zone when all you need is a field goal (laughs) yeah just take three knees and you're good yeah because and then i wasn't that worried about it except for the fact then that matt clapp on twitter has been updating the fact that somehow the um the patriot strength of schedule is like taking a nose dive the cardinal's still in good shape oh Okay. If, the, if the Cardinals and uh, Panthers are tied, Panthers get the tiebreaker, Bears get the pick. But now, Clapp claims that during the afternoon games, he had some kind of live thing showing, with him, kind of like a live look at the things. It was shifting yeah. between the two. And Ooh. then last night, he's like, oh, that's okay. One thing that would really help this would be, the Eagles just need to beat the Seahawks. Because that'll help. <laughs> That'll, mm. That will that will improve the, the it'll right. make the strength of schedule harder for the Panthers, which is what we want, easier for the Pats. And of course, speaking Drew of Locke throwing, pulls a fucking yeah. touchdown pass out of his ass. Well, I was going to say, speaking about throwing an unnecessary pass yes. at the end of the game. Yes, yeah, absolutely. there you go. Good times. Yeah. Wow. So anyway, hmm. so last week, everything that could have happened good for the Bears happened. They won. They played well. All the teams needed to lose, lost. This week, no. Mm-hmm. Exactly the opposite. Except <laughs> the Packers got their ass kicked by the Falcons. So that made it good. Yeah. So, uh, there was a stat. Um, 
Only two players have ever had a perfect passer rating at Lambeau Field. Oh, it was the Bucks, not the Falcons. The Bucks. Did I say the Falcons? The Fal- yeah, yeah. The, the Falcons lost to the Panthers. Yes. Tampa went. Uh, Tampa went to Green Bay and slapped them around. Only two players in NFL history with a perfect passer rating at Lambeau Field: Aaron Rodgers, Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Baker was amazing in that game. I mean, wow. Was, wow. he couldn't couldn't miss. Had a boy. Yeah. That's how he's playing himself into a new contract down there. That apparently is another thing that could work against the Bears. That Falcons loss now has them drop them below the Bucks. And if Tampa can clinch the division before the final week, then Mm. Tampa plays the Panthers in the final game. So they might not be playing for anything, which the Panthers might win that game. If the if the Bucks need to win, they're going to beat the Panthers. If they don't need to beat them, who knows? So you're telling me that Week 17 against the Falcons is must-lose for the Bears, then? I'm so confused. But if that's what you're telling me, that I can follow. Yeah. They should probably <laughs> lose this week, too. They, just, uh, yeah, that would just help. Just to be on the safe side. It might as well, yeah. And then just lose those two, and then you can beat the Packers in the last game. That'd be fine. Just to, you know, yeah. send us off in the offseason on a high. This is like every season growing up as a kid before before the Bears hired Ditka. It was just we're caring for the draft pick every single year. Yeah. I thought we I thought we had, I thought those days had ended a long time ago, but oh, oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Keeps it riveting to the final. Yeah, it sure does. Now the most the, obviously the, the most tragic thing about the loss was now the Bears have fallen off the in the hunt graphic. Yes. Terrible. Mm. Terrible. Oh, what a what a great like thirty six hours they had on the end of the <laughs> Right. Well, do we get a they get, can they raise a flag to that? Put a like you know, made it in the hunt into December. Yeah, <laughs> right. December twenty twenty three in the hunt. Why not? They can hang when the they can have a dual ceremony with the Cubs, but the Cubs hang their fifth best record in the National League back to back second halves. Yeah. <laughs> and then the Bears have in the hunt, and they can actually put like. Uh, you know, they could probably go back to back too, but they're probably they're probably in the hunt in December. Oh, last year. I don't think so. Ah, no, never, mm-hmm. never once. Not when their last win was in October. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I don't know. If there was an good. early October graphic, they might have been on it when they were three, and okay, six or whatever before they <laughs> finished three and fourteen. Hey, a guy can dream. Oh well. Packers fell Ooh. off the end. No, Packers, I guess, are in the hunt. The Giants fell off the in the hunt. There's like two teams or three teams that aren't on the damn graph. The, they were 13 of the 16 NFC teams were on that graph. <laughs> well, the Packers going in, in the last night Seahawks-Eagles game, were they in a playoff spot and the Seahawks knocked them out of it? At least there's a silver lining there with the Seahawks Yeah, maybe. Winning. I don't even know where to start with the exciting uh, game on Sunday. Yeah. Except for this. Now, Justin made history. He's first quarterback since Brad Johnson to throw an interception on the final play of each half. Now, that'll be reverted. The one in the first Right. That's what reversed. Kevin Kugler said. They can actually go back. Yes. Yeah. And take the first one. I think I clearly didn't catch that. Right. Right. So, I have a, I have a question for you guys about the second Hail Mary. Hmm. When when it bounced, I think off, I know where you're going with When this. it bounced off Mooney's chest and he tried to kick it to himself, had he caught it, would that have been legal or would have been 
illegal touching? Are you allowed to kick the ball to yourself? Mm. Now, that would have been the I perfect would... way for that game to end, with him catching it and the Bears jumping up and down and then the refs just throwing a flag and then they have to do right. it again. Because that's oh. what happened. They would have... But I don't know. He It didn't look intentional, but then he said he did it on purpose. <laughs> Right. <laughs> right. He goes, I saw the ball bounce away. I just tried to kick it back to myself, and I kicked it to that yeah, guy. By the way, uh, never if he yeah. did catch it, though, he probably doesn't admit that. No. You're right. I, I would think that, like, do you guys remember, like, the crazy Julian Edelman catch in the 28-3 Super Bowl, like, on the Patriots' final drive? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did he not kick it back in the process of making that catch as well? Because I would think if that counts, yeah. then the Darnell Moody catch would count. I would think I mean, When they showed all the replays, nobody talked about that, so maybe it's not a thing. But I, I mean, I, I think if it hit off, if it hit off his foot first, then maybe it'd be a. Yeah, I just shoot. think you're not supposed to intentionally kick at the ball. Yeah, but, but you're right. That didn't I mean, it's, in that yeah. kind of thing, are they? He said he did, but he may have just been trying to. You know. Well, yeah, he's certainly not going to run up to the to the ref and go, "I see what I did, pal. I did it on purpose." He should have been glad <laughs> that he was that he was the guy in that last one. So, so that after the game, we want to talk to him about that instead of about him just completely not bothering to block on the fourth and one that would have been the first down that probably would have won the game. Probably would have been. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, it had to be a huge relief for Robert Tanyan, though. Erased yeah. his drop earlier in the game. <laughs> That's one of the worst I've ever seen. That like, really was. It's not even like he didn't even have to break stride. You know, I could see kind of like, well, if you got to make an adjustment. And you kind of lose the ball or whatever. That thing no. just like mm-hmm. fell into his hand. Into his, it, Justin basically threw it and caught it for him. And he basically, still dropped it. Right. He still dropped it. Yeah. And that would have been, if not a touchdown, obviously, that would have been in a huge game. Yeah, I think even with him running, it was a touchdown. Because you kind of saw yeah. the, the Browns defensive back is kind of, he's kind of like lunging at the last minute. So he's a no if Tunyon catches it and is running, that guy's not going to be able to like gather himself and chase him down. Different game. Different game. Nice. Um, and it's it just the whole, all the stats were amazing to me. Like the bears defense played really well. They gave up like 300 yards in the fourth quarter. They gave up. Well, not quite 300. They gave up 212 yards passing in the fourth quarter. Um, Joe Flacco threw for more yards in the fourth quarter than Justin threw in the whole threw for in the whole game. Yeah. The, the well, play the aforementioned Tanya didn't help didn't help Fields there, but yeah. Yeah. Um but I didn't understand the the call the the blitz on the and the the play that the 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 conversion to Njoku that set up the field goal. Um, where you blitz the they I guess Edmonds faked a blitz, but Brisker blitzed and Gordon blitzed, requiring Justin Jones to follow the tight end. Who was their primary target the whole fourth quarter? Yeah. Now I know the whole idea there is with the two guys blitzing, they're supposed to get to the quarterback before he can make that throw. And they didn't. Uh, but once they don't get there, then you're fucked. And yeah. it would have been nice. Tyreek right. Stevenson, who had that, his interception was, and that got spoiled for me on Twitter. Uh, oh. His interception was incredible. Yeah. Uh, but the, his tackle on uh, Joku, uh, not so good. 
because he could have stopped it <laughs> just short of the first down. He just bounces. I know that Daniel and Joke was huge, but he bounced right off. Him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the so after the muffed punt, um, you just turn the game off in disgust. No, I'm like oh, fuck, and so I'm tweeting something sarcastic or you know, and then but I look and I see Adam Johns has tweeted incredible interception by Stevenson. I'm like, what? Huh? I look up and there it happens. Uh, um, when, at least on my setup, I have a, I have Comcast. The local broadcast is way behind. Like I have wow. to pause. Red Zone's a little bit behind. Obviously, you know, it has to go up to the satellite, has to come back here, beam it, cram it into your house through the cable, right. all that stuff. I have to pause Red Zone a little bit so that it, I want Red Zone to be behind. I don't want to be spoiled just looking over. I want to, you know. Yeah. Um, but there's probably a good 10 second delay between it happening in Cleveland and me seeing it. What? <laughs> and so fucking Johns, I know uh, Brad Biggs knows that happens and he's the, likes nothing more than to like immediately tweet out whether a field goal is good or not. So I learned yes. over time, don't bother to refresh. If you want some drama with your field goals, do not refresh Twitter till after it's been kicked. Oh, but it's Cairo. I know he's going to make it. Right. So there's That's no awesome. drama. Yeah, but that was a great play, and the Browns couldn't run the ball at all. And yeah. I still have nightmares of that. Um, uh, Amari Cooper, the fifty-one yard touchdown run. It's like it like it took him eight minutes to score, and nobody right. could catch it. Yeah, <laughs> nobody could get him. It's like guys, he's over there. Go get. Come on, he's still running. Just chase it. Yeah. Kyler, Jaquan, get on your horse, guys. Go chase him down. So maybe, I think I figured it out. That was the thing. It's the Bears are like, oh, here's what we're going to do, guys. Mm-hmm. We're going to dominate these things for three quarters. We're going to prove we get dominated. Then we're just going to let them win. Okay. It's all part Novel. of the big picture. Sure. There you go. Right, so I'm sure, that, yeah. I'm sure that's that's what it was. Blue's trying to hang on to the, to the D.C. coordinator job, at least. Maybe. You know, we talked about that on this podcast a couple of weeks ago. That, that seems to be all the rage now. People are, are all of a sudden are coming in. Like, well, what about, oh, what if Blue stays under D.C.? Well, you should have listened to this podcast a couple of weeks ago. You would yeah. Trust all your friends. Yeah. I, that's, well, we know that's where they got it. They just won't give us credit. Right. They listen to this podcast. They just oh, don't yeah. know how to pronounce my last name when they look. Brzezowski. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or maybe they think it's... Uh, uh, Prashevsky. Yes, like oh, Coach K. Yeah. Like Coach K. Yeah. Yeah. Mike Prashevsky. You listen to Prashevsky? Yeah, Prashevsky. He got some pretty good stuff panel. to say. Yeah, what he was saying. <laughs> and the other guy, the, the Italian guy, he was saying that the the, the Flus will just stay and be the defensive coordinator and they got to pay him oh. anyway. That's perfect. That guy, Puscatano is his name. Puscatano. But, alas. Um, <laughs> and Fox had the graphic, right, about all the things that had to happen, even if the Bears won out oh, yeah, for them so to make silly. the playoffs. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, like a, a Chinese menu. Went over the Eagles. Pick, pick yeah. two of these, and one from here, and two from this yeah. column, and if all that happens, yeah, the Bears are on their way to wherever. I don't know who they would have. I don't know who they'd play. They play the... 
division winner with the worst record? I guess they'd play this NFC South. They probably would win. <laughs> probably win. But we'll never know. Yeah. Dash my dreams of, of the greatest improbable run to the Super Bowl in history. <laughs> Better than Vince Ferragamo and the Rams. Oh. <laughs> that was a blast. That was cool. Well, what would you guys? I was going to say, that's Sorry. quite an NFC title game. The Bucks <laughs> and Vince Ferragamo Rams. Mm. But the ratings were outstanding. What would you guys think of? No, no worries. What would you guys think about? Like, you do want to keep Eberflus in some capacity in the dream scenario. Maybe you can't fire him completely as head coach, but hiring, having polls have the autonomy to hire his own offensive coordinator. Say, you know, if Eric Bieniemy leaves from Washington, assuming that that whole coaching staff gets fired, I think he's going to. You know, he has a connection. What's up? I say I think you can assume that that the DC right, yeah. guys are all whacked. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, I mean well, he has a connection with the enemy from Kansas City. How about are you asking the... if there's a if there's a scenario where Flu stays on as head coach? Right, but the OC is happening. fully under Ryan Poles' hire, right. not an Eberflus decision. How about this? How about so. we go college of coaches? Oh no! <laughs> we just we just rotate. We got the Flus one week then. So we're like, this is a team with a good offense. We're going to fluce. We need a defensive head coach this week. You're right. the head coach. Eric Bieniemy can be the uh, can be the offensive coordinator. And uh, Alan Williams went through porn rehab, and he's ready to go. He's the defensive <laughs> coordinator this week. And we just right. rotate him through. It'll be great. And then every Monday, be- they can announce who's going to be the coach that week. Yeah, exactly. I don't see how it yeah. could fail. When when has an idea like that ever not worked in Chicago? Maybe they quite they could yeah. they could list them as like questionable, you know, like Blues is <laughs> questionable. Right. So <laughs> the album. coaches are questionable. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they wouldn't do that. Now that we said it, yeah. Well, that'll be all over. That'll be on Spiegel and Parkins tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> Uncredi- uncredited. Yeah, you know, Danny, yeah. I got a great idea. It came to me last night while I was writing a tribute song. How about this? <laughs> Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's a. Uh, you know, I know our our good friend uh, Dave Kaplan has thrown yes. the baby out with the bathwater. Everybody's gone. Yeah, everybody's gone. And uh, I still don't know um, what they're you know who's out, who's not. I mean, I would think that the fluce is done, but these are the bears. Yeah, well, the scariest thing is they don't seem to know yet. Like, they should know. Well, they probably do. I think they know. Do I think you? they know. I think sure they, they know do. what they're going. I think they know what they're going to do. I mean, I get a little tired of this whole idea that Ryan Poles isn't any good at his job. Because he kind of seems like he is. Right? Like, uh, I was okay. looking. Of the 20 guys he's drafted, um, 17 of them are still on the Bears roster. Now, admittedly. The Bears need guys on that roster. Right. But yeah. these are guys who actually, a lot of them are important guys. Like Kyler Gordon, Jaquan Brisker, Bryson Jones, their punter, the great Trenton Gill. Yeah. Darnell Wright, Tyreek Stevenson, Javon Dexter, Roshan, Tyler Scott, 
Um, you know, this, especially that first year when he didn't have, he was having to trade down just to get picks because they left him with so few. The fact that there's guys that are actually use, you know, useful. And then there's this idea that, you know, um, you know, who are the two, the, well, I saw, I knew it was bad when I saw you and Chuck tweeting at each other today, Mike. Um, <laughs> I saw that. He immediately yeah. jumps to the, well, you know, the, the Chase Cesspool trade was terrible. Yes. Yes, it was terrible. The the Velas Jones trade, or the that was an awful draft pick. That was not a good, that Velas should be, this should be the end of Velas. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um. But the whole thing, well, you know, he made a terrible trade. Who are the two best players on the Bears right now? Oh, it's Montez, Montez Sweat and Jalen yeah. Johnson. No, and yeah. DJ Moore. Well, or DJ Moore. Yeah. Two guys he traded for. Right. So, you know, I I know that we, I think we just tie him to, we tie him and the Flus together. But they're not, <laughs> like he, the Flus works for him. And I don't know how much longer he's going to. Right. Uh, the, the one thing we won't know because they won't tell us is what was the vision for Matt Eberflus? Like, was mm-hmm. he the was he the Ricky Renneria of? We've got a team with a shitty culture because they did. Mm-hmm. They had a shitty mm-hmm. culture under John Fox, and then it was only good for one. With the one year they won under Nagy, it was good because they were winning, and then it was right back to shit again. We got a lot of shit to clean up. Here's a guy. That will bring in his wonderful hits principle and he get them in their tennis shoes. And after a couple of years, we'll have this shit straightened out. And then either he proves he can coach or we go get the coach who's supposed to be the one who wins games. I kind of yeah. think that was, I kind of think that was the plan. I don't know that they had a plan, honestly. I think you're just giving a lot of credit. I think they could look, they yeah, might I don't be think able you're to say it. any credit. When you say that, well, I don't think they well, had a plan. You don't think he had a plan. Even you can, everybody has a plan, even if it's a bad one. At least they've got a plan. I think he hired Flu so quickly, and it was basically it was kind of like you know, hey, our great committee already interviewed a bunch of head coaches. I mean, he hired him like the day after he got the job, something like that. I mean, so no, I don't think there was a lot of thought into it. I think it was like, okay, let's roll with this guy. I still think that that was more of McCaskey reaching out to Bill Polian and saying, "Here's my guy, yeah, hire." That's than, what I'm saying. Yeah. Then it was really Poles' decision. Well, what do you want to hire, Ryan? Well, gee, George, I don't know. Well, I kind of like this guy. You like this guy? I just, yeah, he's a good guy. I don't know. I don't see him as a guy who is going to take a job that he can't make that decision. Like, he was going to be a GM at some point. He didn't have to take, he he didn't have to, if if this was going to be forced on his throat, he didn't have to take it. And you saw it with a guy who works for him, Ian Cunningham, who got offered the job in Arizona and said, no, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Now, my thing with Paul is I think he's a replacement level GM. I think he's okay. I don't think he's great. I don't think he's terrible. I think, I, I think this though, I think if they go, if, if, if they decide to stick with fields, they go into next year, they trade the number one overall pick, get a haul for it, draft Marvin Harrison Jr. If you go into your offense next year with, Justin Fields, DJ Moore, and Marvin Harrison Jr. I like that offense. I like that offense for the next few years. Plus all the all the picks you would get from trading the overall number one. That to me is a team that 
could that team win a Super Bowl within three years? I think it could with Ryan Poles leaving. Yes, I think it could. Now, if you're going to trade, if your option two is we're going to go with a rookie quarterback, have DJ Moore and not Marvin Harrison Jr., uh, can that team win a Super Bowl in three years? I, I, I don't think so. I thought you were. I thought we were getting to your to the last what? part. What's the last part? <laughs> Where if uh, if they decide to move on from Fields, they have to fire Ryan Poles. Oh, well, I've I've made that point on this podcast. Yeah, before. I know. Yeah, I don't that's what Chuck and I argued. I still understand that point though. Uh, well, that's the the point is if if well, okay. Let, so he's tied to the he's tied to the quarterback he didn't draft. Yes, because well, he's look at it. Let me phrase it this way. Those are two choices, right, that I just outlaid. Stick with Fields, trade the overall pick, get a haul, draft Marvin Harrison Jr., okay? That's option one. Option two, you trade Fields, you get a rookie quarterback, number one. You have DJ Moore, you probably don't have Marvin Harrison Jr. So it really depends on your opinion of polls. If you think that if you give him another three years, he can get you a Super Bowl with a rookie QB, I don't, but if you think that, then he's your guy. I think with Justin, DJ, and Marvin Harrison Jr., it's very possible he can get you that. Yeah. No, I get I get that. But that yeah, that's they, there's saying. another guy you have to have an opinion on, and that's Justin Fields. Yeah, sure. Right. Right. Because there's if this is not a binary decision. You know, these there are multiple things to, to factor into this. If if they look at him and they're like, you know, he's it's just not that good. Then your decision it, it doesn't matter if you if you tie him to Marvin Harrison Jr. Then, yeah, but I I don't think the data supports that he's not that good. I mean, they showed up that graphic that we've seen like his first seventeen games, his last seventeen games. You see the huge improvement. He's got all the skills. I mean, he's got the arm strength. He's right. got he's got the speed. I, he's he's, built, he's got look, the build want, for it. I want him to be good. I think that's yeah. That's it's. I like. I just him, you know, but I don't. I just kind of like I kind of feel like what do people want? I mean, he's just he's played. Well, I think you want to see him. I think you want to, when they play a decent defense. I think you want to see him not do what he did against the Vikings and the Browns. I think that's what you want right. to see. Well, yeah, okay. The Browns, Tanya yeah. catches that ball. The Brown, but that all yeah. you're talking about there are you're just talking about basic numbers. Then you're talking about adding. You know, yeah, you could add it's sixty yards on his thing, which is sixty it's yards. It's great, but it doesn't make up for. Just kind of blind passes to nowhere, and uh, it's he's not perfect. Yeah, he's he's, he's absolutely right, not. and I'm that's not what I'm saying. That this idea, this assumption, then that okay, well, Justin's good, and it's just he's being held back by this. The the best thing he's got going for him right now is Luke Getzey, because everybody in town just wants to blame everything. <laughs> on Luke. Right, right, right. So right. it's always it's never his fault. It's always Luke Getzey's fault. Um, but once they correct that, then that'll be fine, and that may absolutely be true. It could be. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but what I'm saying is there has to be an evaluation. I think that certainly. The, no, we agree. We I agree want to say that, this: right? if they don't get the first or second pick, then I don't think you have any decision to make at all. Justin Fields it's is just, your quarterback because right. you can't upgrade. Other if and you have to feel like either Caleb Williams or Drake May is an upgrade. If you do, then that's a possibility. But if you can't pick either one of those guys, then you don't have a decision to make. Hundred percent. But here's where it gets tricky for the Bears, and that's. Justin is coming to the end of being inexpensive. 
Like right now, right. this is fine. You can roll with him next year. Mm-hmm. He's going to make $6 million and that's fine. But you're going to have to make a decision next year, whether you all of a sudden want to start paying him like 35 or $40 million a year, which is what you would have to pay to keep him. Mm-hmm. And then that's a whole different ball game because then all of a sudden he's eating up a huge chunk of your cap and he has to be really good or you're screwed. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really where the, evalu- the evaluation is. Now in a perfect world for the bears, they would, they'd get the first pick and they would trade that first pick. And then, because that would give them a first again next year. And you trade it to a team that's probably going to be bad. So you have a rookie quarterback and maybe you get another crack at it. The issue right. with that is like last year where there wasn't a, a there wasn't a top tier quarterback prospect coming out, there likely isn't one again next year. So you yeah, may this, be this like, year's a, a deeper quarterback draft. This year's a deeper yes. quarterback draft. Yeah. So <laughs> the the timing isn't great for you because right. you may say, all right, you, you hold it again, and then you're like, oh, you know what? Just is not as good as we thought. Well, we'll pick one of these guys. And they end up with whoever the 2024 version of J.J. McCarthy is. Such a great quarterback. So, he threw eight times in a game in the big in the Big Ten or somebody like that. <laughs> right, right. So that's another thing they have to factor into it is the opportunity is not the same every year. That that will fluctuate. Without a doubt, yeah. yeah. And if if this is why the where they where they fucked this up was before Poles and Flus even got there. It's that yeah. it's biting them in the ass again. It's the it's the wasted first. Still season. having pace and Navy, yeah. Because you know now it's you know Justin has he's played the equivalent of two full seasons, but a bunch of still there's too many of those games are still Matt Nagy games, right? Um, he's also a guy who did not play a lot of games in college. You know he 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 didn't play. He was a he was a mop-up guy that if you look at it, the number of games he played in college, it looks like he played like 10 games for Georgia one year, but he didn't. He only threw like 40 passes or whatever. He yeah, played right. a full season as a sophomore in Ohio State, and then he played the COVID year where he only played eight games mm-hmm. as a junior. Um, so there's another thing. I mean, it's he, he had such a herky-jerky start to, you know, his sophomore year and I guess his freshman year in college, he's a, he's a backup. He gets mm-hmm. to play every. He finally, goes to Ohio State. He gets to play. Then season short, the next year. Then he gets drafted by the Bears. Wastes an entire year dicking around with Matt Nagy. Last mm-hmm. year he gets to play, but the Bears are completely rebuilding. And then this is like the first year that he's in an offense where the offense is actually designed for him, and they tried to get weapons for him. Mm-hmm. And it makes another data point that it's hard to to you know. That's the thing I can never get my arms around is like how much improvement do we think he still has that there's still in there? It could be a lot. Mm-hmm. And in that case, then you shouldn't even be tempted to move on. And yeah. so the, our only hope is that the actual people who work with him every day <laughs> feel like they can make a better, more educated guess. That's why I say, I think they've probably already made it. I don't think he's, it's not like we got to wait for the stats for the last three games, right? Like if that's the case, then they're complete morons. You know, it's, yeah. you've seen how he works. You know how the offense, you know what the limitations of the offense are. Right. And you also know what, what limitations he brings to the offense. Cause it goes both ways. There are things this offense doesn't do very well. There's obviously every quarterback, there's things that they don't do well. How does that mm-hmm. all like mesh together? If it meshes together at all. 
Um, so we'll see. I think I think if they end up with the third pick, then we don't have to worry about any of this. Yeah, and that process you just mentioned gets even more complicated because Flus most likely is not going to be here next year. So you yeah. want your head coach being able to say, okay, I work with Justin, you know, here's what I think he can do in my offense, here's what he can't do. Well, it ain't going to be your offense. Um, so, yeah, their timing is really bad. Well, and I would guess, I think no matter if the Flus comes back or not, I can't imagine that they're bringing Getsy back. Oh, God. No, no uh, shot. Now, the good thing about this is that one of the wise decisions that they made, at least I think they made it for this reason, was they wanted to get somebody from that, like, from the Shanahan, McVeigh, whatever the the guy's name is up there. So that when they, but they did it for an opposite reason. Everybody was telling them, Luke Getzey's going to be a head coach someday. So their whole idea was, we'll bring Getzey in, He'll be here for a year or two. He'll move on. We can go get somebody else from that tree, and the the basic offense stays the same. Right. The terminology stays the same. The basic play stays. Every every new corner is going to change plays. You should change. You should have new plays every year anyway. I just can't run the same shit all the time. So that will be fine with that. So they could still do that. So it it shouldn't be a drastic like the offense shouldn't just be thrown out. Although it could, I'd throw this offense out, but at least the terminology, you shouldn't have to relearn all the language. It'd be nice to get plays that actually work. That would be good. That should be a prerequisite for the offense. (laughs) That would be nice. And I think all of us too, I think as we've talked about too, our our opinion of Luke Getzey has diminished a little bit. Now that we got to know Nathaniel Hackett a little bit better, be like, Oh, this guy. Oh, that was all Aaron Rodgers. That wasn't much of his coaches. We suspected that it was mostly, um, that Aaron it was Rodgers. mostly that the which uh, which Lafleur is up there. <laughs> it's Matt Lafleur. Right? It's not like he's making any <laughs> His friends. His brother up there is either. the one that floats yeah. around as an officer coordinator. So that was that was an Aaron Rodgers Matt Lafleur production. That was not a Nathaniel Hackett Luke Getzey yeah. production. Not at all. Um, and then you have to factor in what could you. What what can you get for Justin if you're going to trade? If if you decide that's what you're going to do, what are you going to get for him? Um, the comp I saw was that um, Sam Darnold, when he got traded from the Jets to the Panthers, got a second and a fourth. And this person was thinking Justin is is better, so he's Justin's probably worth a second and a third. So that's what you that's what you would get. So you would take a quarterback at one, and you would immediately recoup a two and a three plus wherever your pick is, which could be anywhere from fifth to ninth. Mm-hmm. So they've got you know they've got to run all those scenarios and figure out you know what they want to yeah. do. Yeah. Well, and, and well, it's an amazing amount of potential change after just two years. You may have a new sure. coach and a new quarterback and a new everything, or you may have. A new coach and the old quarterback, or you may have. I think the only thing you're not. I what I don't see is I don't see. Um, flu staying. I, I don't see flu going. stays and Justin goes. Yeah, I don't see that. Right. I think no the way. only way flu stays is if Justin stays. Right. Justin right. can stay without we... Eberflus, but I don't think Eberflus can stay without Justin. Right. Right. The two most likely scenarios are no flu, Justin stays, or. No flus, Justin goes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, well, fortunately, there's no team, I think we can all agree, with a history of 
better quarterback evaluation and, and development than the Chicago Bears. And head so, coach evaluations. So they're, hey. they're guaranteed to get this right. Yeah. They're going to do a great job, whatever it is. And general manager freedom to hire the head coach. Uh, just, well. We're just having a general manager. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for, that's true. Going back to the market. Like the first 80 days, years, yeah. we don't need one of those. <laughs> oh, we had yeah. Jim oh, Finks well, for eight okay. years, and that's enough of that shit. We won't hire another one until. Uh, yeah. It's just. Why do we? I don't know why we root for this team. Well, we don't Seems have. A, like we, thought, we don't have a choice. We're born into it. Yeah. Oh, no, it's a huge. It's obviously, a huge gamble because you know nobody knows anything. I mean, for every C.J. Stroud, there's a Bryce Young. For every Patrick Mahomes, there's a Mitch Trubisky. For every Kyler Murray, there's a Kyler Murray. You know, yeah. he like was really good, and now we people think he kind of sucks. So like. So who the hell knows? I mean, it's it's all it's such a crapshoot. Yeah. No, I would say that in, in typical bear luck, what will happen is um, they will they'll stick with Justin, and he will get good. And then just about the time they're ready to go, because he's a running quarterback, he will have some horribly traumatic injury, and it'll just be the it'll be the Derrick Rose. <laughs> oh, what yeah. were, what could have been. Yeah, yeah, that's probably. You know what? You may have hit 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 on something there. Yeah. I do think that. I do think that has to factor into their evaluation about. You have to think long term with him too. Sure. Like, is a guy who runs around like this, and he needs to because that's part of what makes him good. How much? How much does that shorten his? His career. Know, the guy. One thing you can't do apparently is um, no one can be compared to Lamar Jackson. Because Lamar just seems to defy all everything. Just although mm-hmm. he gets hurt, right? Yeah, I mean, he, he gets hurt. The best chance the Ravens had to win the Super Bowl during this run, he got hurt. Um, so I guess you have to figure that in too. It's just, can you win with that the style of play that maximizes their skills? Mm-hmm. You know, or are you just asking for it? Because quarterbacks get hurt regardless. And... I mean, there's so few no doubt great quarterbacks yeah. in the NFL, though. I mean, just about every team. Like I'm sure, you know, Green Bay. It's Jordan Love, the guy. Uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, what are the Vikings going to do? The Why thing I that... enjoy about oh. the thing I enjoy about Jordan Love is so far in his his one season career, he's either great or he's terrible. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Like within back to back weeks, you're like, oh, there we go, and then, oh no. <laughs> oh no! Oh, no, he's bad. Right. Hey, the the Packers wanted to draft Rex Roseman in two thousand three, and now they got him. Yeah, they got him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and they you know, you know, Rex though, because his hands are too big and he's too tall. Because what you really want is the little where you have to like pat the ball and like jump up and down in the pocket to try to see over the line. That's the <laughs> that's the ultimate Rex. Right. Right. Um, when Kirk, when Kirk Cousins was on the uh, Manning cast the other day, he actually talked about Rex, which I thought was funny. He was, um, he was talking about when he got drafted to Washington. He was pissed that he got drafted to Washington because they had picked RG three in the first round. And he's like, "I'm getting drafted to be a backup. You know what the hell? You know I'm yeah. going to be behind this yeah. guy forever." He's like, "I didn't know he was going to get hurt, and I was going to end up being the starter. I thought I was, you know." Um, but then his his dad apparently told him he's like, "You know, Mike Shanahan coaches this team." 
So at the very least, you're going to learn how to be an NFL quarterback. And you may end up go playing somewhere else, but this is what you're going to do. And he said when he got there, Rex was still on the roster, which I didn't know. But uh, he said after just a few practices, you know, of because their coaching staff was like um, Sean McVay was there, Mike McDaniels was there, and it was all these future like LaFleur, I think, yeah. was there too. Yeah. Um, Rex said to him, and maybe him and RG3 both, but he said it in the room. He's like, he's like, our coaching staff, he goes, this isn't, uh, this isn't a thing. Like, you, we're basically getting, like, a master's, ed, a master's degree education in how to play quarterback. And if you can't right. figure it out from this, you're never going to figure it out. Which I think is probably how Justin feels with uh, Luke Getze and... Andrew Janico or whoever it is. Yeah. Just the, just the brains <laughs> right. in that room. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, did you guys see the, the shocking news today that uh, uh, even though Aaron Rodgers is so much, feels great. He's not going to, not yep. going to come back and play. Not going to push it. <laughs> oh, really? What a shame. I mean, you're shocked by this. I know. Jesus. That whole fucking charade. That oh I could be back and I might you know whatever okay. What a surprise that he officially makes that announcement the day after the Jets are officially eliminated from the playoffs. Well, too. actually, he had to. Um, they have to either put him back on IR or activate him uh, tomorrow because it's four weeks. So they basically had to decide mm-hmm. today or tomorrow. Gotcha. And they yeah. yeah. But yeah, he's just uh, going to use cover. Well, if we were in the playoffs, the playoff hunt, of course I'd be back. He did say that he wants to play two more years now, because he felt like he feels like he owes the Jets two years, and he's going to play two more years now. Mm. So okay. he's going to play the second year, the third year for free, or uh, is he going to expect to be paid? Didn't they? Didn't they tack it on? Didn't he do it? Like he got an extra year to make the oh, salary cap hit go down. Uh, I think okay, he's got okay, a maybe, yeah. Although I'm sure he's going to want to want to renegotiate that puppy. What the heck? Need more money. Yeah. Now there's another they're talking about Robert Solomon can can for that job. Oh, apparently Rogers uh, vouched for him today. Oh, he did. Oh, yeah. I didn't see that. Okay. I said, oh, it's a great job. To be, to be, okay. be okay. stupid to get rid of it. Also, hmm. you'd be happy to know who else he vouched for. <laughs> oh. Nathaniel, Nathaniel Hackett. Nathaniel Hackett. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, perfect. Well, you know what? Let Aaron keep making those decisions. That's yep. great. Yeah, he's clearly a, he'd be a great general manager. Oh boy, would he ever? <laughs> Uh, so the Bears this week play the Arizona Cardinals, the former, yes. their former city mates. Yes. Yes. They played at Comiskey while the Bears played at Wrigley. Um, then they played a year in uh, in Minneapolis while their stadium was being built in St. Louis. We learned that during oh, uh, Remember This Crap. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, and that's that. yeah. And Minneapolis used that to convince the NFL that hey, we should we can do that. it. Um, and Praz, you you know, I'm sure from listening to remember this crap, why the Cardinals wear uh, red and white? From uh, University of Chicago, and then Bears are blue and orange from University of Illinois. Yeah, because that's that's what a big deal pro football was back in the days. They were going to universities and asking if they could have their old uniforms. That's right. Well, the the Packers back in the day had like kind of similar to Notre Dame colors because isn't that where Lombardi went to? 
Although that that may have been way before that, but still. Yeah, I, they. It's funny. It took them a few years to figure out that they probably since they're in Green Bay, they probably should have green in the uniform. Right. Yeah, they were they were blue and gold. And but uh, as, as they much have as an awful looking throwback uniform that's blue and gold that they break out once in a while. It's it's embarrassing. I kind of like those, honestly. Oh, you do? I I hate admitting it, but with the with the with the helmets are yellow, right? Don't they have like a blue dot on them or something? I forget what the it's they, it's like solid navy blue, and then they, the number is like. It's yellow, but it's it's like the FedEx logo where it's like there and it's not there kind of. Yeah. Like it's blank space. Aren't the used. shoulders yellow too? Isn't there like a right. blue jersey and then the shoulders are I'm pointing because no no one can see me but the two mics. <laughs> but if this were a video podcast, you would see that I was pointing at the, the shoulders of my shirt. Yes. Yeah. No, I'm not a big well, I hate anything Green Bay sucks, so even if they had cool uniforms, True. I wouldn't admit it. But they don't. They have the old Edmonton Eskimos jerseys. That's what they wear for regular uniforms. And George's yes. G for some reason. But other than that, yeah. great. <laughs> That's terrific. <laughs> Everything, Everything's so unique up there. It's <laughs> uh, yeah, but the Bears are playing the uh, playing the Cardinals. Um, Cardinals are, what, 3-10? and 3-11 and 11 now? How many weeks we got? We only got 10. Uh, we have three weeks left. Right. Right? Three and eleven then. Yeah. Three left. So they're still they're within range of getting the number one pick. Right. Uh, but that clutch win over the Steelers, thanks to Mitch, gave a, gave a nice amount of breathing room. Because they still are the team that the Panthers would have to have a better record than. So the Panthers would have to win two of the last three and the Cardinals have to lose out for the Cardinals to end up ahead of the Panthers, thus the Bears, because they own their pick. Right. Um, yeah, Kyler's been back, and he played really well in his first game, and they won it. And then he was limping around last week, so I don't know how healthy he is. But how about this? This is Christmas Eve at beautiful Soldier's Field. It's a 325 kickoff. Ooh. <laughs> so you wow. would expect that... If you're doing the afternoon game, good announcers, right? Yeah. Do yeah. tell. <laughs> How yeah, much did tell. you enjoy Kevin Kugler and Mark Sanchez? <laughs> oh, no, no. I no. didn't hate Mark Sanchez. I didn't hate him. That's what we got him. Get him again. Yeah, he's, Sanchez is fine. He's, um, he's kind of like Tony Romo-esque in the laughing. Yeah, kind of. Oh, yeah. oh, this is great. But what's with the hair? Did you see? They only showed him a couple of yeah, times. Yeah, he's got yeah. quite the flow. I mean, he's a handsome man, but I don't yes, know why he needs like it's you know it's really it's gone a little nuts there, Mark. A flowing mane, yeah. and he doesn't talk enough about uh, all the all the time he's spent uh, playing for the Bears. No, he certainly doesn't. <laughs> that one preseason that he was on the roster and then was inactive for he was basically another he basically got paid to be a a quarterback coach for Mitch. Right. 2016 he was here or 2017? Good job. I think it was 17, right? I think it was Nagy's first year. Okay. No, Nagy was 18, right? Nagy's first year was 18. 18. Fox was last year. I think Sanchez might have been. I think it was definitely one of the John Fox years. He was there with Fox? I feel like it. I'm not sure, but. I'll look it up. 
Uh, here's a picture of him in a bear uniform. Uh, I never actually played in the game. <laughs> uh, let's see. Well, it could be 17. You could be right because he didn't play in 17. On March 23rd, 2017, Sanchez okay. signed a one-year contract. Ah, so it was it was a fox. It was Oh boy. That's why he doesn't talk about it. His pro football reference headshot is as a bear. <laughs> It'd be a little confusing to people. Like, wait a minute, what? He never played yeah. for them. <laughs> uh, we get him, and we get uh, uh, you get Laura Oakman too. I felt like Laura Oakman let my let Cairo down. Mm. She's down there. She's in the she's in the elements. She knows right. she knows there's a weird wind going around the stadium. Didn't bring it yeah. up. And it makes it sound like they're just afraid to let Cairo kick a 55 or a 58-yard field goal. Both right. times they were heading in the direction. Mm-hmm. And I had to figure out how the wind was blowing based on our good friend. What is his name? Trent Taylor? Little Keith Ortigo. Oh, he keeps oh right. The two punts. Yeah, the guy who Both of them he muffed were yeah. going in that direction. And that's what yeah. happens when the, if the wind is behind you, you think you're camped under the ball and it starts to carry it away from you and you end up go chasing after it and dropped it. So, right. um, cause some fans were all pissed off about, it. Oh, the flu passed up on two field goals. I'm like, yeah, I, look, I love Cairo. I wouldn't, yeah, have, I, I would have had him kick either one of those. Wow. Even in the first half. Yeah. Cairo I, that down. one to me felt like it's going to get the, the bears. They block, he, they get his extra points blocked once in a while. To me, that felt like, <laughs> A game you're winning, and the Browns are doing nothing on offense. They're going to block a fucking field goal and run it back for a touchdown. And they're going to be yeah. like, oops. We have such high expectations for our Bears. Yeah. So I was I was with the Flues on that. I was with the Flues on that. I was with the Flues. I thought the, that fourth down play was a really good play. To me, that's the kind of shit they should do on fourth down. And it yeah, didn't I work, agree. And now they'll never run it again. Right. And it didn't work for two reasons. It didn't work because Darnell didn't block anybody. And then it didn't work because Justin, the guy who's super hard to tackle, the guy touches his shoestrings and he falls down. It's like, oh, I, shit. Yeah. I know. Too, and he like, stumbled. Really... Then there was the, it was this torture, the stumbling towards the first down mark. <laughs> looked like he was still going right. to get there and then he didn't. Yeah. Oh, Reaching dude. out with it, too. I know. I know. Just came up short. That's why I said sometimes you get rewarded. Sometimes you do the right thing and the wrong thing happens. And that's, that's sure. happened there. And then sometimes you do the wrong thing and all hell breaks loose. And that's what happened when you just, let's just blitz everybody. The flus who wouldn't blitz. Remember last year? I was like, why wouldn't he blitz? Yeah. <laughs> well, he wasn't calling the plays last year. Maybe, say, maybe Alan Williams flu. was overruling him all the time. No, actually, no. He right. did not have, uh, it kind of like Lovey. Well, he's running Lovey's defense. Just whatever, you know. Ideally, yeah. in, that, in this Tampa 2, you don't blitz that much. Because the defense mm-hmm. is designed to take away the parts of the field you want to take away. But when you can't right, yeah. generate a consistent pass rush, you have to do it. And now I think they're getting um, they're getting pass rush crazy because they're yeah, yeah, rushing the quarterback yeah, all the yeah. time. So the flu's just getting right. greedy. It's like, ah, we'll <laughs> yeah. uh, Greedy flu's. There was a – and we didn't talk about the fact that um, the first touchdown drive the Browns had, there were three three reasons that shouldn't have been – that should have never been a touchdown. They had a del- on a third down. They had a delay game. They didn't get called. Oh yeah. On a fourth mm. down, they went for it, and they clearly that guy held. I mean, he's got it by right. the shirt, and they didn't call that. And then Njoku, they're like, oh, he, he got his he dra- he drug his toe. No, he didn't. 
That foot came straight down no. out of bounds. That's yeah. incomplete. It was a it was a great catch. It would have been nice if Juwan would have turned around at some point. When you've got the guy pushed all the way to the end zone, couldn't you then turn around and look for the ball? Because he's where's he going? But that was right. a great catch. He just went up and like plucked it right over him, but he didn't. He mm-hmm. was out of bounds. I feel like I, I saw the ball bobble a little bit while he was bringing his foot down. But I'll go for that too. Yeah. Yeah, they're out to get us. <laughs> I, you know what? Because of all that, I think Flu should come back. It's clear. Oh, it's there you go. It's a conspiracy. <laughs> He's doing a great job. The yeah. NFL is so worried about him building a dynasty in Chicago that yeah. they're trying to like strangle it in the cradle. Right. See, they're that's like, why Justin Fields. we got to snuff this out right now. We're going to have another bill check on our hands. We don't want never that. Never call late hits. That's why Fields never gets those late hits called against them. Oh, that's no that action. was the other thing. On the on the first Hail Mary, that's a that's a late hit. That's a 15-yard penalty. Yep. And then Kyrie oh, does come wow. out and kick the field goal. Yeah. Yeah, would have been an untimed yeah. down. And then, who was it? It was uh, it was Adam Hogue. Because he, like, he said that uh, Flus was yelling at the refs. It's about time. <laughs> he has this whole – he has this theory that uh, the reason Justin gets all these late hits is because the Bears don't stand up for him enough. Like, do you honestly think they don't send the fucking, they don't, some, one, some poor little intern every Monday has to go through and, like, clip all the times Justin gets hit when he's sliding, and they send that shit to Roger Goodell. I guarantee you that happens every mm-hmm. week. Sure. I mean, I like Hogue, but sometimes, I mean, my favorite thing, though, is um, <laughs> he'll be, uh, I, he'll be, uh, when they do, like, an instant reaction podcast, he'll be talking about stuff, he's like, well, I don't know, I'll know better when I grade the film. <laughs> it's like, all right, how useful is it to grade a film when you don't know what people's assignments were on the place? Well, clearly, Mr. Pl- Mr. Black there. Who is he supposed to black? I don't know, but it looks like he probably missed that. So I'm going to give yeah, him right. a negative grade for that, and I'm going to do this. <laughs> just, just, you know what, buddy? Yeah. All right. Uh, Bears, Cardinals. Three twenty-five, just about the time you're uh, sitting down for Christmas Eve dinner with the family. Yep. You can set the ta- put the set right there on the table. Yeah, <laughs> the bears will help your digestion. Uh, what do you think the spread is? Bears at home, two bad teams. Uh, give me I, I, probably a low spread. I'll say Cardinals minus one and a half. You got the Cardinals favored? Wow. Cardinals favored. All right. Ooh, I'll say Bears minus two and a half. Bears minus four. Oh, wow. And the over under 44 and a half. I was looking for a shootout on the huh. lake front. It's supposed to be good weather. weather. It's, supposed to be yeah. not, it's supposed to be in the 50s, I believe. Yeah, flying 50s, in. but like cloudy and. Well, that's, you know, in the winter, typically your warm, your milder days are cloudy. <laughs> Traps the heat. That's right. That's a blanket. Yes. That's a, from a guy who lived in Traverse City, Michigan. And uh, it's mild out. It's mild winters up there. And the fucking sun hardly ever shines. <laughs> People go nuts wow. up there because of it. There's a, uh, there's a Coast Guard station up there. And so people are, you know, people are, are, 
when they're serving up there, their families are coming from all over. And and the place I worked, uh, we got to know the guy who was like the psychologist for the Coast Guard station. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> talking lots of people <laughs> out. Yeah, oh, a lot of, lot of uh, thoughts of suicide Ooh. because the sun oh, <clears throat> did not appear for weeks at a time. Yeah. So there you go. There's your meteorological lesson uh, for the day. There you go. Thank you, Tom Skilling. But no, uh, um, no white Christmas for you. 48, 49, um, light Good. breeze and, uh, no rain. No, perfect. Cardinals are going to love that. <laughs> All right. Well, who you got? Uh, I gave the prediction that I thought the Cardinals would be favored, and they're not, but I think I'll take them to cover and win. This Ooh. feels like, although, you know, never mind. as I say that, this feels like it could be a spot where the Bears, you know, everything's lost and they just find a way to win because it's convenient for them to play like that. Um, yeah, screw it. Also, you know what? I'll say Cardinals cover Bears win by a field goal. Who's Terry? Well, everybody knows that when you're trying to get your fourth win of the season in mid-December, that's a classic trap game. (laughs) (laughs) So I got the Bears. uh, And I got the Bears. uh, I'm going to have the Bears by six. How about that? Bears big. Big. Big Big. Bears. Bye. That spread was ten. It wouldn't be enough. Oh my! This is okay. not. This is. They're gonna get. They're gonna. I mean, kind of, but isn't that how they win? Like, kind of. Yeah. The close. Well, they get a bit. It's apparently they get a lead in every game, and it's whether or not they're just gonna hand it away or not at the end. Right. Um, Make good point. Because it's funny they have um, the only game. I was thinking about this. You now they've lost three games. Actually, four. I think, but three games that they clearly should have won. I think they've only won one game that they probably should have lost. And that was the Minnesota game in Minnesota where they blew it. They should have won it, and then they blew it, but then they came back and they kicked the field goal to to win it. Right. So, this, the Bears, that's not, this is not a five-win football team. They're better. They're better than a five-win football team. (laughs) They're better than that. They're maybe a six-win football team. But, uh, this is sounding very reminiscent of how Fork described yep. uh, Leo DeRocher when joining the Cubs. Oh, that was they're, his, they're not a they're eight, not an eighth place team. Yep. That was his famous they're a quote. Place team. The yep. Cubs are not an eighth place team, and then they went out and they finished tenth. So that he was right. Good. Way to go, Leo. Frank. Yep. All right. Well, there we go. Thanks, guys. We will. Uh, at least two of us will be back next week to. That's right. To break it all down. Many of us have herpes. This fitting has got to be done with one of the best games of all time. Just unbelievable. Got to congratulate the uh, the Dolan family. I don't know. What's up yours?